Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. Today I want to discuss why I decided not to use a pen name as an author, plus how I deal with some of the awkwardness around writing romance novels. Back in summer 2018, I knew that I wanted to write romance novels. But I also felt very vulnerable in sharing creative writing when it was something that was so new to me. I used to do a ton of creative writing as a kid and as a teenager, but I really got away from it when I hit my 20s and when I started focusing so much more on doing freelance copywriting for clients. At the time of this recording, I'm 30 years old, so that's quite a long time to have gotten away from writing fiction. And certainly, although I did some creative writing here and there throughout my 20s, I never shared that work with anyone else. I didn't publish it or give it to friends to read or anything like that. So making the decision to write and publish novels was a pretty big step for me. Because it was such a vulnerable thing, I contemplated very briefly about whether or not I should use a pen name. I thought it might be useful in terms of distancing myself from my writing so that I could write freely without worrying about what people in real life would think about my work. But it didn't take too long for me to push the idea of a pen name aside altogether, and here's why. First of all, I I pride myself on being transparent and open. I love sharing. I mean, that much is probably pretty obvious, (laughs) given that you are here getting a backstage look at the life of an author. To me, the idea of using a pen name would mean that I'd be hiding a part of myself. There would be this huge part of my life and my business that I wouldn't be able to talk about with people. I'd have to censor myself. And I didn't want to do that. Transparency is a huge part of who I am and what my business is all about. Second, building on that topic of transparency, my romance novels so far are about the topic of ethical and consensual non-monogamy. It's something that's important to my personal identity, and I have the privilege in life to be able to be open about it. So in some ways, because I have the opportunity to be frank about it, when there are so many other people who just can't be, I feel like it's also my responsibility to do so, to make their life easier, to help normalize it. And that applies even in the context of writing fictional stories. Third, my real name is unique enough that it's easy to find my books online. Many authors might choose a pen name because there are, there are already a lot of people out there who have their name. But there aren't too many Sagan Morrows out there. So in terms of visibility and ensuring that it's easy for readers to find my books once they've heard of me, it made sense to use my own name. Fourth, And this one might seem kind of silly, but I do think it's quite valid. I figured that if I chose a pen name, I would have to create a whole new set of social media accounts. I would have to start from scratch in building a brand around that pen name. And that felt like a lot of work. I didn't see any point in doing that when I already have my own brand that I started a decade ago. Running two Twitter accounts or two Instagram accounts for myself felt like it would be unnecessarily time consuming. So basically what I'm saying is that I opted for my real name over a pen name in part because I didn't want to have to do a bunch of extra work. So those are the main reasons why I decided a pen name wasn't right for me. However, as with anything in life and in business, it really all depends on your own situation. So if you're an author trying to decide this for yourself, you might find that having a pen name makes a lot more sense for you. You do you. 
of course, choosing to not have a pen name has also left me in a slightly awkward situation. I write romance novels, after all. And yes, they do include some sex scenes. The actual amount of sex in my Polyamorous, Polyamorous Passion series is, I would say, fairly minor, but it's still there. And even when the characters aren't in sort of those sexy scenarios, there's also some frank discussion about sex. The awkwardness that comes into play here is that there are many fam uh, friends, family members, and clients and that kind of thing who follow me on social media, all of whom I am sure have zero interest in reading books that I've written which include romance and sexual situations. And that is okay with me. There are quite a few people who I would really, you know, I really would not want them to read those particular books of mine. So how to navigate this? One of the ways that I've found to be useful is to vary the amount and the depth in which I discuss my books on one social media platform compared to another. For example, I rarely talk about my novels on Facebook because my personal Facebook is more for family and friends and I have a few clients who I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, and also, you know, my, my business Facebook page is really much more for teaching freelancers. So the novels don't really fit into either one of those brackets. On the other hand, my Twitter account has, alre has always been a great place for me to be super candid, uh, in part because there are very few people who I know in real life who follow me there. So my Twitter profile is where I talk the most about my novels. That account can sometimes get a little bit not safe for work, so that's really the best venue for me to share passages from my romance novels, um, like to actually have the quotes from my romance novels, share snippets about it, um, screenshots, screenshot pages of the books, um, you know, make jokes about sex and dating and all of that. Twitter is, is really great for that kind of thing. And then we have Instagram, which I find is a really nice blend between Facebook and Twitter for me. So I love sharing pictures of my book covers on Instagram, and I'll, I'll talk about my novels on Instagram, but I don't share about the steamy bits or anything like that. So I don't really tend to um, share screenshots of the um, content of the books on Instagram. It's mostly, if I'm going to be sharing the images, um, it's mostly the covers and that kind of thing. So my Instagram account, as a result, is much more family-friendly than my Twitter account. But unlike Facebook, where you might not even realize that I write novels, my Instagram followers will learn within about 10 seconds, maybe less, of following me that I am a novelist. So that's how I navigate the awkwardness of writing romance online. But what about offline? Well, I pretty much don't talk about my romance novels with people who I know are uncomfortable with it. Um, my best friend, who actually got me hooked on romance novels in the first place, she lent me my first romance novel in high school and I totally fell in love with the genre as a result, uh, she is super supportive and we talk about my writing all the time. I dedicated my first book to her and she's the one who helps me decide on book cover designs when I'm waffling between different stock photos. Um, so that's been just amazing to have someone in my life who I can discuss my books candidly with on a regular basis. I strongly encourage you, if you write books of a somewhat controversial or uncomfortable nature, to find someone like that in real life who you can talk to about your books, someone who totally supports you and always cheers you on and is just there for you. I honestly have no idea what I would do without her. But you know, in general, I do try to be respectful when I know that people are uncomfortable with the topics of my books and the fact that I write about romance. 
Um, and in that case, we simply just don't talk about my novels at all. You know, with those people, I just don't talk about them. Um, or, you know, if my novels do happen to come up in conversation with those people, then we'll talk about the books from more of a logistical standpoint. So I will tell them that I launched a new book, they'll say congratulations, and then we will move on to a new, new topic. Um, or else they might ask me how my writing's going, and I'll share a bit about the outlining or the editing process without us needing to discuss the actual themes of my stories at all. So that's been a good compromise to avoid that awkwardness with those people without completely nullifying this important part of my life and my business. At the beginning of this year, 2019, when I was outlining my plan of action for writing and publishing novels, I was this close to deciding to publish my apocalyptic novel before my standalone romance novel. And the only reason why I thought about doing that was that I would be able to give the people in my life something to read where they wouldn't have to worry that it would include any sex or romance. And when I realized that, I knew it was not the right choice to make. I realized that I would be doing myself and my books a disservice by publishing the non-romance before the romance book if the sole purpose of it was just to appease some people in my life. The truth is, I am not ashamed to write about romance or sex. I'm not ashamed of the fact that I'm sex positive, and I think I would be doing a disservice to all of the women who came before me and fought so hard for women's rights, for reproductive rights, for bodily autonomy, for sex positivity, for all of these things if I avoided talking or writing about romance and sex. I want to write about these topics in part because there's still discomfort about it, and because we are a sexually repressed society. There's nothing bad or shameful about sex. So I found it important on both a personal and political level to write about these topics and to be open about writing about them. All of that being said, I am looking forward to finishing up and publishing my apocalyptic novel later this year so that I can give it to friends and family to read. I really would like for them to be able to read some of my work. And I'm also super excited for that story in and of itself. The fact that I'll be able to give it to people in my real life to read and that there won't be any of that awkwardness between us is more the cherry on the top rather than the primary reason for me writing and publishing it. And that is a very important distinction to make. Okay, I think that's about all I have to say on the topic of pen names in dealing with the awkward of writing romance for now, so I am going to wrap it up for today. I would love to hear what you think about all of this. Have you held back from doing something in your life because of the discomfort or awkwardness you might face around other people? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at saganlives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.